Hey, Chosen Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 7 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you the Seasons of Life series, where we interview different guests and friends of ours in different stages of life. We believe in the power of testimony, and the Word makes it clear that we are better together. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first six seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And, and let's, let's get, get this, this party started. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, Chosen Girl family. We are so happy to have y'all back for episode two of season seven, which is the official inaugural episode of our Seasons of Life series that we're doing here on the podcast. Liz, how you doing, girl? Girl, I'm so great. But the most, the, the biggest thing is that we've got the best guest to be with us on this very oh, first episode. You're not wrong. <laughs> Y'all, you you know that we talk about her, but her name is Lily Dillard. I'm here. This is Sarah's little sister, but I proudly claim her. Like she is a 10 out of 10. And I wish I I was her when I was her age. And she is such a wealth of of wisdom and so much fun and just lives her best life for the Lord in the very best way. And I'm so excited that Lily's back on the pod with us. Liz, I will totally claim you as my big sister girl well, together not. we are the Skyler sisters <laughs> absolutely absolutely Sarah Lily Elizabeth <laughs> work, work. <laughs> awesome that's Lily a fun time yes and y'all just so you know Lily and I have very similar voices having been like you know from the same mother and father and all that so yeah. this is Sarah and this is Lily perf okay yeah Lily thanks for being here thank you guys for having me I'm really excited well we're so excited to dive into what season of life you're in and just gaining wisdom from you but first we have a special little shout out to make um that we are so enjoying hearing from these women-owned businesses so far. I think that all of our sponsors this season are women-owned businesses, small businesses. We're all about shopping local, all about women supporting women. So mm-hmm. please stop everything right now. Y'all go follow the Mailroom Bro Teak. You heard that right, Bro teak and y'all I just have to say this is my sister-in-law this is Hunter's big sister she has a men's boutique in downtown Smithville where Hunter and Liz are from but lucky Mm -hmm. for you she also has an awesome online platform you can find her on Facebook on TikTok on Instagram and her website is the mailroom tn and oh by the way that's m-a-l-e like as in the gender room.tn.com and you can use promo code chosen 20 all caps no spaces c-h-o-s-e-n two zero for 20 percent off your entire online purchase and let me tell you about what they got liz you've been in there haven't you oh yeah girl it's the cutest thing first of all i love how it's a men's store but i always find something for me in there period 
So it has no limits, but it's such a unique shop. It offers apparel, grooming products for men, like Hunter loves, like their beard oils. Like they use a lot of locally made things like that. They have gifts for like picture garage guys, but also businessmen, everything in between. Um, so men, ladies, you're going to love their stuff. They have amazing soap. I cannot tell you how good their soap smells. I love their candles as well. And, uh, so you may like go to their website for your guy, but you're going to leave with something for you. Um, and then if you're ever near the Smithville, uh, center Hill, like area, please drop in and see them. It's like such a masculine environment to purchase like male inspired things, but also like unique gifts as well. Like they have poppy Mm -hmm. corn. If you've ever had that, they have like beef jerky and like, uh, bread dough, like, uh, mixes and things like that. Uh, and all their stuff is really high quality too. So uh, it is a great place to shop. So Hummer, oh my gosh, Hunter Hummer says that she hopes all the guys will find quote unquote their store and that all the ladies will have their go-to shop for the man in their life. So make sure y'all go check out the mail room, M-A-L-E. Yes, snaps for the mail room. We're here to see it. Women owned business. Um, she literally opened uh last May and um, y'all heard me talk about her and my brother-in-law miraculously overcoming COVID. So she has been through so much with opening her business and then immediately having to close for several months um, with a near-death COVID experience. And so now obviously she's back open and I'm so proud of her. So thank you so much, Summer, for uh, wanting us to shout out your business on Chosen Girl. Thank Some you, Chosen Girl Boss. We love mm-hmm. a girl boss for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hop on in. Okay. Yeah. We're so excited to obviously have Lily, but we've got some questions and she, we're just going to talk about being in these, you know, seasons of life. And, um, we know that our general demographic ranges, you know, from 18 all the way to 30 something. And then we've got some on, on the outlier sides, but we've all been through various seasons of life and it's not assigned to a specific age as Sarah and I talked about last week on the pod. If you haven't already listened to the episode, go back and listen to that one too, um, but Lily, just to kick us off, what season of life are you currently in? I love this question. And whenever Sarah sent me the email today to start thinking about it, um, something I heard, I think it was Sadie Robertson say that I thought was really cool is that every season has an expiration date. Mm, okay, and girl. So like, as I've gone into this new season, um, I'm currently entering my senior year of high school and it's really made me realize just how quick seasons come and go because I feel like when I get my feet in the sand somewhere I just think I'm going to be set in stone there for so long um and I started high school during COVID year in 2019 I was a freshman so I didn't really take the time to cherish that to cherish high school and so now that I'm entering my senior year a lot of like lasts are in order like last first football game last first day of school all the little cliches that are so fun um it's just really weird that it kind of feels like it's like my last year as a kid so oh I know I hate that but I love that at the same time because this has been like high school has been a really fun season and so it's kind of like the end of the season but also at the same time it's like it's like a layover like one season is ending but a whole one whole new one is beginning so 
You're kind of holding like, both in each hand right now. Exactly. Like really I'm, I'm young enough to act like a kid, but also I'm mature enough to start like holding on to responsibilities. So I think it's a really cool transitional season that I feel like I'm in right now. It's such a precious time. Like when I think about that age, I wish I cherished it more. And so it just tells yeah. a lot about your wisdom and maturity that you're recognizing that this time. I, I'm so, I'm so serious, girl. This is a, this is such a fun time. I'm so excited for you. Well, it she's at Enneagram seven. So you don't have to worry I about am. this girl having fun. Like she's like a right. leader of our family. Thanks girl. Yes, girl. It's the truth. So kind of leading into the next question, like that's a perfect segue. Like what gifts has this season brought you so far? Yeah. So when, so I took some notes whenever I looked at all the questions and the first thing I wrote down kind of trickles back from the last question. And I wrote that I've learned the beauty of cherishing moments and not just going through the motions. Um, because I feel like so many days and this can kind of be for any season, like you wake up at such and such time, you do the exact same thing every day. And something that one of my friends told me who actually graduated last year, um, she told me, and I think this can apply for any season. Um, if you look for the sad things in a season, you will find them. And if you look for the happy things in this season, you will find them. Mm. And so, um, I feel like that's a gift that's been brought to me is like, I'm trying to look on the bright side. Like this is, this is the last year I get to go to football games with my friends. This is the last year before I'm alumni. This is the last year being a minor. Um, all these fun things that I really feel like are a gift because it's really teaching me how to live all of those moments to the fullest. Because like, I can remember being like 12 years old and thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait till I can get a car. I can't wait till I'm one of those big kids, quote unquote, in high school. I can't wait until I have a boyfriend, like all these little things. But like, it's so easy for me to sit here and be like, oh, when I graduate, what am I going to do? Like, I've, I feel like I've spent my summer being so worried. Like, what am I going to do after high school? What am I going to do um, once I do graduate? But it's kind of like you, you can choose your perspective. You have the authority to dismiss those thoughts of worry and you have the authority to dwell on the bittersweet things that are coming to an end but you get to cherish those before they do dang girl that's good it's really funny that that you are experiencing this at the same time that I'm experiencing this 10 year gap like Lily is 10 that's years crazy. almost 11 years younger than me but like in a whole different way. Like I remember feeling these things that you're feeling Lily, like I was so ready to get out of high school, but at the same time, I thought I will never be here with these people again. And Enneagram four in me, not to bring up Enneagram again, but like (laughs) it helps us understand why we are the way we are. I remember looking at one of the janitors on the last day of school and thinking, I've seen them every day for years and I will just probably never see them again. And that has been the truth. Like that is the truth, but I've had an awareness like in my adult life of just kind of growth and evolving. Like we're always growing. Things are always changing and Mm -hmm. like, it may not seem like it, but it's the small, slow little changes that you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not in that season anymore. Or Mm -hmm. I'm not the person that I once was, or I've changed a lot. And so it's really cool that you're already seeing, having that awareness and fostering the gratitude in that, because I'm kind of doing the same thing with just 
age and, you know, we're, we're all going through pivotal things in life, like career changes and possibly like starting families or getting a boyfriend or graduating high school, but we can all relate to needing to have that posture of gratitude and awareness that like, I can be sad. I can be happy, but like, most importantly, I need to be grateful. Exactly. That's, that's so true. That's so true. That's good. That's good. So Lily, what is the challenge that you feel like you're facing in this current season or what, or is one that you perceive you may face in this current season? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like for me, I struggle with getting caught up, not in the wrong things, but not in the right things. Like it's so easy being like still in high school, obviously to get caught up in drama or in materialistic things. But for me, it's been being quote unquote, too busy for God. Mm. And so what that looks like for me, sorry, someone was calling me. So what that looks like for me is like, you can take it. No, I'm just kidding. no girl. <laughs> <This> summer. <laughs> yeah one second guys just hold hold the phone yeah (laughs) one sec guys this is really important it's literally lily ag anyway just be like no i'm not shout out like yeah but i'm not busy fii you're on speaker chosen girl family (laughs) chosen girl love love what if i was like thank you for calling the chosen girl podcast yes what season Um, are you in (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um but I just feel like this summer, like I really put God on the back burner and I do so, I know a lot of people are different, but I do so much better when I'm in routine. And so like now that I'm jumping back into the routine of school, it's like, okay, I need to start getting ready at 645. So if I wake up at 620, I have 25 minutes to spend with God. When like in the summer, it was like, oh, I wake up at 11. I'll read my Bible <laughs> at two. And then I just never do it. Um, but Dang. I feel like the challenge for me this year is staying consistent, but also not getting like the big head because I am the oldest one in the school. Because like, as I've gotten older, I've seen so many people leave high school and then like, they just plummet. Like that was their peak. And I don't want that to be me. Mm, not trying to call out anyone obviously like not trying to be like yeah some people sucked after high school anyone in particular that you're thinking yeah I'll start naming names now but (laughs) number one Sarah no I'm just kidding Uh, Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding Sarah thrived after high school thanks girly like Sarah somebody they both just thrived in all seasons it's the lord girl it's the lord but also no yeah (laughs) I have not (laughs) I feel like that's another challenge that I faced is really like comparison. And I know that Mm. a lot of people, especially women really struggle with that, but like comparing myself to these girls around me who know exactly what they want to do when they get out of high school or know, um, like there are girls that like graduate last year that are like getting engaged. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, no, I shouldn't be old enough to have a permit, much less getting engaged. Um, but just really holding on to that, like, I'm growing up, but I don't need to get the big head about growing up, if that makes any sense. Like, yes, there are some things that I need to have figured out with the help of God. But like, if I try to get it all figured out this year, like I feel the pressure to, it's all just going to kind of like, I feel like jumble up and get, get messed up in that way. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think that that makes total sense. And it's, 
it is kind of hard because I feel like, you know, we're, we're always told to reach towards this goal of, of high school graduation mm-hmm. and you, we make this big deal out of everything. It's not that it's not an accomplishment because it's one of those major milestones that we celebrate. But as we begin to like, oh my gosh, we did it. It is kind of hard to not get a big head about it, about, yeah. okay, I made it. Like I did it. I'm just, you know, I've, I've accomplished this goal that's been set before me, but also um, sometimes that it can be our downfall. And I don't definitely don't think that you are peaking or will peak too soon um, and by just celebrating where you are. But I think that's the main thing is just to celebrate where you're at right now. And um, I know we just talked about an attitude of gratitude, but being grateful for the little things and the fact that we've made it, but without forsaking the, the things that it takes to be there. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's, it is so easy to get caught up in like little things that can either maybe look like a stumble in whatever path you're going down or in your walk with God, but something that I heard somebody else say this, but I don't remember who it was. It's a question that I've had to ask myself and I've kind of morphed it into my own way of thinking is if I'm going through something, let's say, and it's making me really anxious, I ask myself, will this matter to me in six months? It's a great question. And if the answer is yes, then I say, will this matter to me in five years? And almost every time the answer is no. Mm. And so it's like, once you, I feel like once I've got that mindset and I think of that, like before I'm getting into like a sticky situation per se, like if I just ask myself, like, this isn't going to matter. I'm sorry. My dogs are barking. <laughs> are your feet oh. itching? Yeah. It's <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, that's why we can't get together. <laughs> this is why I've never been asked to be on a podcast. It's because I'll have a good is train of thought. Time? Yes, girl. No, you No. I was on the what is God to you? That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're one of our Advent girlies. And I use the word consistency. Like, like I was trying to say constant. I said, God is the only consistency. <laughs> no lies detected. I was listening to it with Macy Turner and she goes like a jam or jelly, like a consistency. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. oh my Like gosh. I meant to say God is the only constant. Oh but. my gosh. Um, I, <laughs> I wanted to touch on something that you said earlier really quick, yeah. like about the concept of peaking you know, like in life. Yeah. And I do think it's inevitable, like obviously from living in this world that we're going to have highs and lows. Yeah. But I think that something that I'm definitely detecting in you that has, that you were just talking about is the word humility here. Like not Mm -hmm. wanting to get caught up in pride, which anti-pride is humility. And so, and, and the word talks a lot about pride and humility Mm -hmm. and how pride does come before a fall and, and those who humble themselves will be exalted and those who are exalted will be humbled. And so that's very much so like the way of God and the way of his kingdom. And so I find that interesting that we use the term like, oh, they've peaked you know, or they peaked in high school or they peaked in college or whatever. But I'm like, you know, what would happen if we all had what you're talking about as a posture of humility and keeping a level head about ourselves? Like I'm not trying to peak at any point. Um, Mm. But I feel like in that we would have so much like the, 
the peace that comes with consistency that may make the highs a little sweeter and the lows a little less hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if that's making sense what I'm saying, but I'm wondering like, how can we not be so focused on ourselves that we also in turn are kind of involved in our own demise because we already thought that we peaked in high school or in college, you know? Yeah, that's really good. And I feel like one thing that I learned this year, like I remember the moment when I realized like we will never truly like quote unquote make it until we get to heaven exactly like it is a constant like obviously there are hills and valleys but I feel like for me when I get on top of the mountain I'm like okay I've made it like my relationship with God is good everything's going right and so then I kind of slack off of um everything like of being on top of my relationship with God being on top of assignments that I have and things like that and then everything goes back in a valley and so I feel like whenever you do kind of like acknowledge and it's like you said become prideful in the fact that you've made it somewhere but like every season has an expiration date like we're not meant to stay there we're not meant to Mm -hmm. stay somewhere for any like complete amount of time until we get to heaven like there's always going to be something else to learn or more that we can do for the kingdom of God and even for the people here on earth um like we're never going to truly make it but that's not to say that you're not going to live in the purpose that God has for you Mm, yeah that's good so one of the things that that just kind of crossed my mind um you know up until now it's always been about reaching that that specific goal getting over you know to that high point reaching the peak um but what are you expectant of in the next season Mm, that's a good question Um, so I feel like in the next season, um, kind of as I'm going into this new season, looking back, it's kind of like, I see how God's always kept his promises, Mm. like through all of it. And like, I feel like the last season I was in was full of a lot of heartbreak from a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I would feel this still small voice from the Holy spirit that like, it was all going to be okay, but I didn't believe it. And then it's like one day you wake up and you're like, I don't feel that way anymore. Like God really has given me peace in this area of my life. And so it's like, as I go through this season and transition into the next, which after high school or once I enter college or whatever, I just really see how I'm going to look back on the season of high school and see how God kept all of his promises and restored everything that feels broken at the time. And that like everything is truly not as serious as we make it out to be. I feel like that's one thing that I've really learned um, through high school. Like for me, it's silly stuff. Like you fell in that biology quiz. Like that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna get you out of heaven. (laughs) Like (laughs) stupid stuff like that. And so it's like there, it just really puts um, a lot of perspective into my life when I look back on everything that God's got me through that seemed like such a big deal at the time. And so I try not to dwell on too many things in this season or let it take up my mind or take up, like give me anxiety because I know that God's going to keep his promises in this season and in the next season, just as he has and continues to in the seasons before. That's really sweet. Yeah, that's good soup. Um, I'm going to ask you a question that I didn't write down. Okay. 
I'm so sorry. Uh, what's it called on Family Feud? Fast uh, Money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I feel like you're in such a good place with your perspective, not only inwardly, like with what's going on inside your heart, but also like your relationship with God, just keeping a level head. Um, I feel like there's sometimes in life and I always remember like getting back from like church camp or even like just a particular church service where I would feel just like on top of the world on fire for God, definitely like had clarity on where he wanted me to be or, or what he wanted me to do and, or even just peace in not having clarity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one thing that always tripped me up was kind of the influence of outer people, whether it be like friends or opinions of you know, people and like family members or people I looked up to who had expectations of me and were even asking me questions about my future. How do you stay balanced with trusting God, but then also kind of battling what even could be innocent questions of people out in town saying like, Oh, what are you doing next year? Because for me, that would be like crippling to me. <laughs> like, yeah, like for sure. Like, you know, it's just really hard. So how are you navigating that right now? Yeah, for sure. Like being someone who doesn't completely know what I want to do. Once I leave high school, I experience that like on the daily, like so many people saying, so what do you want to do after high school? And then like, it's literally the same thing. For everyone. You say, I don't really know. Well, you still got time. You don't have to know. And it's just like, Okay, Pam, like, yes, literally <laughs> broke it right. I'm sorry to all the Pams yes. for listening. Yeah, sorry, Pam. There's not a real Pam in my life. So I just use that name. Right. But I feel like what's really helped me is a saying that Sarah actually taught me when I was young. And that's oh, like, gosh. well, and you hear it everywhere. But I remember you were the first person that ever told it to me is that you can't pour from an empty well. And I feel like in turn, like, unless you keep your inward well full anyone that comes along to give you advice you're just going to take it because you're not filled up well girl you see what I'm saying like let's say anybody comes along with a pail of water full of anxiety or like trying to dump all the time like you need to know you need to do all that like and they try to pour that into you if you're not full it's just gonna take hold in your heart and so Um, I feel like I've spent all of high school really trying, as I look back, like this is kind of trailing off a little bit, but it'll come back. My freshman year, I really, that was the first time I like went to FCA camp and I was really on fire for God. And I felt like my, and I was doing it with a good heart posture, but like my mission was to convert everyone around me to either being a Christian or being a quote unquote better Christian or like having this good mindset. And the more that I've grown in high school and in myself, like if you present the gospel to someone, that's enough. And sometimes that's as simple as like smiling at someone in the hallway or helping someone pick up their books or sitting by that person at lunch that isn't sitting with anyone. Um, Because whenever you present the gospel to someone, you won't have to point out their sin and you won't have to tell them what's going wrong and then give them the solution if you present a solution you'll be they'll be able to see the problem for themselves and so when it comes back to like pouring from an empty well like if you keep yourself full god is going to present those opportunities to you Mm -hmm. because you're so good like god's not going to give us a mission and then prepare us like if we stay prepared missions will open up 
And so when it comes down to like people asking you, what are you going to do as long, like, you don't have to know. I feel like that's the place I'm at. And that doesn't give me anxiety anymore because I know that as long as I'm dedicating myself to God and to myself first, like, cause at the end of the day, it is just us and God whenever the time comes for me to enter a new season, whether that be of mission work or going to college or not going to college or starting my own business, like those doors will be opened as long as I have open hands to receive mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what's kept me afloat and not so overwhelmed whenever people seems like they're expecting something out of me. Yeah. That's really good. The verse that comes to mind for me that goes right along with that, Lily, and that was so good. Like the, and that to me is just the definition of trusting God, what you Mm -hmm. just said, like we can have plans and we can have wants and desires, but ultimately like if we're linked up with God, like, and we are keeping in step with the spirit, like we're going to follow that. Yeah, and that's literally walking in God's purpose, in my opinion. But I think of Proverbs 16, 9, and it says a man plans or a man makes plans, but a Lord, the Lord directs his steps. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that is so true. Like, and I think about how there's so many things that God is working on that we don't even know. Mm. Like just one day yeah. I met Liz. Like you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like up with that, <laughs> like you just never know what's on the horizon, what's around the corner. Yeah, and for sure. Yes. I do think it's important for us to be responsible, but at the same time, like whose strength and ability are you relying on your own or God's? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's funny that you use that just like sparked something in my head. Um, we do this thing at my church called 10 minute talk where somebody from the congregation comes and speaks for like 10, 15 minutes. And two weeks ago, this guy talked about what it really meant for the joy of the Lord to be your strength. And it really made me realize how our generation, or not even our generation, but our world now is so dependent on our own emotions. Like Mm -hmm. whether it be in politics or in social status, like we really do rely on our own happiness to keep us afloat. When if we're Christians and we stand on the fact that the joy of the Lord is our strength, like that never wavers because God's joy is steadfast and it always will be. And so I've really been learning that like, even if I had a bad day, like I don't have to feel bad because I'm not relying on the circumstances around me. Like just as Paul was chained up for most of his life after becoming a Christian, he, he still continued to write half of the new Testament. So true. Because he wasn't relying on, or his fuel wasn't his emotions. It was the joy of the Lord. That's good. And so like, I feel like once we realize that he is steadfast, like that will really encourage us and build us up to be like our example. So here's another question. Uh, This is not on the list of questions that we, (laughs) (laughs) but um, so how do you stay reef or how do you refuel or, you know, recharge to ensure that you're not giving, trying to give from an empty well, Mm -hmm. because we know that, you know, as the Lord calls upon us, that it's not always easy or sunshine and rainbows, but, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard, it's hard work and it's death to yourself. And so how do you recharge is the first question. And the second one is, does that look different from this last season that you were in? 
versus where you are right now? Okay. So I feel like the way that I recharge or like keep myself filled up is kind of sitting down with myself, like in my mind, having a reality check, because I feel like I really had to do that recently because um, I lead worship at my church. And two Sundays ago, we had like a really bad, like mess up where like we were in the wrong key, we were playing the wrong song. And it was, it was honestly so needed because I was just going through the motions, but I would, I didn't even realize that I was. Mm. And so afterwards I went and sat down. And the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, I hope there are no visitors here who think that that's how worship always sounds. That's not how I always sound. And God was just really like, so you were up there for people to hear you. Oh, girl. Like I wasn't, I wasn't up there to lead the congregation into worship. I feel like I've been up there so that the congregation could hear me sing. And so God really, um, in such a loving way, like broke down my pride and really humbled me. And so I feel like a lot of times if I just sit down with myself and think, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? And a lot of the times it's so that I can be recognized. Like, I feel like a lot of times I'll um, post something on Snapchat, like a Bible verse or something, and no one will like swipe up. This is so stupid. Swipe up and say like, oh, this was so good. And I'm like, oh, was that not, was that verse not good enough for the people that look at my story? And it's like, God's like, are you posting that? So people will feel my love or so that people will say, oh, she's such a good Christian. Wow. And so um, being in, the majority of the time, like a leadership role, like whether it be with FCA at school or worship at church, I really have to keep my, like, um, my intentions behind what I'm doing in check because, um, a lot of times, like if I'm preparing a lesson for Bible study that I lead on Thursday nights, that might be the first time I've picked up my Bible all week. And then God's really like, so if you, if I wouldn't have placed this role of leadership in your life, you wouldn't have like devoted any time to me this week. Wow. And so I feel like once we devote ourselves to God, instead of like devoting ourselves to um, opportunities to look like a Christian, Mm, those opportunities will present themselves. If that, I don't know if I worded that the right way. So really just keeping awareness, like yeah, for what sure. I'm hearing from you, like uh, accountability with yourself. Yeah, for sure. And like, what was the second question? How different did that look from the last? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So as I've um, like lost friends and gained friends through high school, there were a lot of times that um, things would happen. And I felt like people wouldn't tell me things because of who I was and that made me feel like I was a judgmental person and by who you are do you mean a Christian person yes or a practicing Christian person yes um because whenever you put that label Christian on yourself like explicitly like whenever you do start saying like oh I'm an FCA leader or if you're wearing you know you know what I'm saying people do change the way they act around you because I feel like people think that you expect them to be on their bed, to be like you. Yeah. And so it's, it's been crazy how many people I've met in high school and they're like, Oh, you're not what I thought you would be like at all. 
And I think that really shows how we need to do a better job as Christians of truly loving people, of investing in people that aren't just like us Mm -hmm. and not by saying like, oh, I can help you. Like I can change you because God wants to just wants us to love on people. Amen. And I feel like we need to do a better job of that. And so I feel like looking in my last season to this season, like, like I said, I always tried to convert people. And like in my head, I was genuinely thinking I was loving people, but in their eyes, if somebody's trying to change you, like they're, they're judging that the way you're living is wrong. Yeah. And so I feel like I've changed my mindset from like, how can I change people to how can I love on people? Mm. Okay, girl. And, and so I feel like that's how it's changed from the last season to this one. Well, that's good. That's good. Straight fire. Thanks, Pearl. I think a lot of people need that shift. Like, and honestly, like that takes the responsibility off of us because like we don't have the power to instant like to ensue true change anyway. Like that's something that happens yeah. on the inside of someone through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We can instigate that change, like we can introduce that change, but we we do not have that power. And I think that that's where, and we talked about this in one of our witnessing episodes last season, but um, going back to what you said earlier, that will, if, if you're trying to change people, if you're out in the business of, of your power changing people, talk about an empty well that's going to run dry. Wow. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. That, that has to come straight from the Lord. Exactly. And this is funny but I think all the time about the quote from Hamilton when George Washington says legacy is planting seeds in a garden you may never see grow yes I think about I think about that line all the time and it really convicts me like am I doing the things that I do to see a result or to plant that seed Mm. because in all honesty like yes God is going to call us to do quote unquote, big things, but that might just be sharing the gospel with a coworker. And we may never see that they give their life to Jesus. But as long as we plant the seed, the Holy spirit, like that, that's all that we can do is plant the seed. Yeah, We can't, we can't try to water someone else's seed because that's whenever it leads us to an empty well. Girl, this is good. This is great. This is great. Well, I guess that um, it's time for our last question. Liz, did you have another question? I do have one, one last fun question. Of course, I have a feeling. you already do. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're talking about the seasons like of life all throughout this season, um, I want to know if you had to describe this season of your life as a seasoning, what seasoning would it be? Oh, Coming from the cook herself. Wow. (laughs) I feel like it would probably have to be garlic salt. Ooh. And why? Why? Garlic salt. mm, I don't know how to word this. So I feel like this season I'm in is doing so many different things in my life. And garlic salt can go on a grilled cheese. It can go in chili it can, it can be in a potato soup. And so I feel like just as garlic salt has so many different purposes, this season in my life is serving a lot of different purposes in my life. I love that. 
Thank you so much. I love that question so much. (laughs) I want you to ask Britt Dillard that question because he would love that. Yeah, our brother would love that question. Yes. Yes. Um, And that's a great answer. We um, also did a synopsis at Dollywood last weekend of what each friend would be as a seasoning. And I'm happy to report that I am pumpkin spice. I understand I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Because you're a basic white girl. That's very true. Um, it's it's warm. It's classic. I may I may be too much for some people, mm-hmm. but for some people, I'm just dry. You know, for some people, you're perfect and you're seasonal. <laughs> Highly anticipated. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> some people can only take you in seasons. Maybe you never know. You're right, but then some people could have you year round. I agree constantly yes Sarah really is pumpkin spice because I was at Kroger today and I smelled this acorn spice soap and I was like this is Sarah immediately what spice are you I really I can't even remember we had talked about so many you different said ones cinnamon that- am I cinnamon yes that's right that's right I remember now I see it perfectly that we we're waiting in line for that one ride um I am cinnamon yeah warm that's okay that, that what was your, they, what's your favorite ride at dollywood oh um, i know sarah's is the eagle yeah is. mine is also the eagle okay but i will say the the um the lightning rod was a really great ride that gave i love the light gave it a run for its money it was it was a fun time yeah it, it it was out here doing the most it was open all day also sad to report that dolly parton and willie nelson were there riding around on a, go- a golf cart the very next day after we left i so. saw that on facebook and i was like i know my sister is unwell in mourning yeah yes. it's okay yeah. it, that's the season of life i'm in right now no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well lily one last question what okay. is um what is a piece of advice that you would give for someone that is about to enter this time in their own life or is currently here um, in a very pivotal time like you are right now? Hmm. So I feel like what I would say is to obviously kind of like a recap of everything I've said, like take, take everything in, but also remember that like this season has an expiration date, which also means that a new season is coming. Mm. And at the same time, if you if you look for the good things about this season, you'll you'll find them. And if you look for the sad things about this season, that you'll find them. That it's really, it's all about your perspective, and that God is just as gracious to keep His promises going into this season, whether it be senior year or going to college or going into high school or any season. He's just as gracious to keep his promises now as he, as he has been. That's Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all thanks so much for joining us. Lily Dillard. Thank you. Yes. Elizabeth Sanders. You're so welcome. It's been a pleasure. And I know I'm biased, but I'm so proud of you, Lily. I'm so excited for this time. I remember, um, I told, I told Lily, uh, back this summer that it's amazing how God is. And just not only is he so faithful 
with how he's made us right with God and how he continues to provide peace for us and pull us out of things, but also just the little surprising gifts of life. Like I told Lily, you have not even met all the people that you're going to love and all the people that are going to love you. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's limited to age. So even though Lily is 17 in her senior year, I think that everything that she said can so apply to wherever anyone is in life Mm -hmm. with just a posture of gratitude and humility and a lot of hope yeah which y'all know I'm into for sure for sure but yeah that's the show do y'all have anything else guys that's it thank you so much for having me Thank, Girl, you. thank you for coming. We so love you. And thank you I for always you being here for Chosen Girl and always speaking on Advent and just for loving us really well. We appreciate it so much. I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all are doing such a good thing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, fam, this is all that we had. I hope that you'll join us again next week as we have another special guest. It's going to be um, a great time this whole season. Um, and if you haven't thought about what your favorite seasoning is of life mm-hmm. and you should think about that but we'll see you back right here mm-hmm. next tuesday bye guys that's it for today fam thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe and don't forget to visit us on instagram at chosen girls movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources and meet us back here next tuesday